You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Oh, I feel so annoyed and I just started this freaking podcast. I don't know what I did, but I knocked something with like my mic stand and now it won't tighten and I'm just like on edge lately. So that bothers me and it's of course put me in like this mood. I have just been feeling like so irritable lately. I just feel like I have a lot going on and my emotions manifest in anger lately. Like I just have a bad temper and like I'm set off easily and it's, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I've always been like an intense person. God damn it. This microphone, no one's home. Brett can't help me cause he's not here. Nothing's standing up like it's supposed to. I don't know what the fuck I did. <sighs> Trying to find things in life that like bring me joy. I went to Home Goods this weekend and there was this cat notebook. I've been needing a new notebook to take notes for my podcast. Forever I've had this like Ryan Gosling notebook and it's cute and I love it, but I have to physically hold it open while I'm doing the podcast and I already have to like kind of turn my body in a weird direction. I don't have a lot of space where the microphone's set up, so it's super inconvenient to like hold the page on this notebook. So when I was at Home Goods over the weekend, I saw this notebook and it had cats all over it and it was like $3 and I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy this even though Brett specifically told me not to buy anything because it brings me joy. And right now in life, I need little things that bring me joy because I'm just on edge. And like I said, I wish I wasn't like that. I've actually been really like thinking about, I've been thinking about this for a long time, going to therapy. Um, I, I have a friend that's recommended someone and I've like reached out to this person a few times and then I always back out and I am not ashamed to say that I would seek help professionally. I don't think anyone should be ashamed by that. I know so many friends who have, I mean, even if I didn't know anyone who went to therapy, I still would not be ashamed in it. Um, so recently, just like everything that's been going on this past week, I just feel like I've been especially on edge. Things have been like really getting to me. And like I said, my sadness like manifests in anger. And I, I just like, I feel like I act out and it's obviously a problem. It's not a good thing. So I, I've seen, I've heard about this before. A friend recently told me about it. And then lately I've been seeing that Demi Lovato has been endorsing it. Has anyone heard of Talkspace? So it's an app that you sign up for. And um, you kind of put in your information, say why you're seeking therapy, and it matches you with a therapist. Now, you can choose. There's like a list. You can say if you want a male or female, transgender. Like it does. You have so many options. And it gives you a list. If you don't like those people, you can like go through another go through another list until you find someone that you're comfortable with. So it also takes some forms of insurance and you can use a HSA to pay for it. So I was like kind of looking through it on Saturday night. God damn it, this microphone. I'm like, uh, I'm going to snap. It's just so goddamn annoying. I, 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 I. This home studio is ghetto rigged. Uh, One day I just want, oh my fucking God. You know what? I'm I'm literally going to lose it. I might need to step out of the room and scream. Okay, no, I got it working. If it falls, I, I, I'm just like, I'm to the point where like things bother me so much. I just want to pick up this microphone and throw it through a window. 
And that makes me want to cry <laughs> because I'm just so fucking wound up. Anyways, <laughs> I... You, you you get matched up with a therapist and the good thing, you there's different plans that they, fucking hell, this thing's going to fall. There's different plans that they have available. So you can sign up for like the basic plan and it's $65 per week and you have access to your therapist five days a week and you message them back and forth. So instead of just having like an hour long session with someone, you can actually go back and forth and talk to them. You can send video messages, audio messages. And I feel like that would be super beneficial because I just kind of have a lot to say and I feel like if I could type it out, I'm sometimes I'm better that way. And also it's not I'm not just limited to an hour session because my one like reservation with starting therapy is like, where the fuck do I begin? I it's not like I have like this. I, I mean, everyone, I guess, wants to start from the beginning. Like my past is why I am the way that I am. Right. So anyways, I just feel like it would be a good alternative to like going and seeing someone. Since I've never had therapy before, I feel like it would be a good way to ease myself into it. There's also another plan where you can have a video call a week for 30 minutes, um, like a FaceTime. That's a little bit more expensive. And then if you pay like annually or there's like different plans and you have there's savings along the way. So anyways, it's something that I've been thinking about. I've downloaded the app. I've like looked through the therapist that would be recommended for me. And I think I'm going to pull the trigger here shortly. I was just curious if there was anyone else that had experience with it or maybe you've never heard of it before and might be wanting to look into it. The app is called Talkspace. I've been reading a lot about it just online and so many people have good things to say about it, have great things to say about it. I was just curious if I knew anyone that has actually used it before. So yeah, that's something that's on the forefront of my mind. I, I will keep you posted if I end up using it and let you know how my experience is. It just seems like it's up my alley. So yeah, keep you posted on that. And hopefully I don't throw the microphone through a freaking wall in, in the midst of doing this podcast. Let's try to talk about something that's going to not make me do that. Um, I think uh, I've been I've been happy that Dancing with the Stars moved to Mondays so then I can talk about it on Tuesdays, but I'm kind of checked out of Dancing with the Stars. Like I was excited about the cast at first, but Tyra just kills it for me. I feel like it's really long and drawn out. I was super excited to see AJ's performance with the Backstreet Boys. And of course, whatever channel it's on, whatever I was watching it on, cut out his entire performance. I need to go back and YouTube it. I'm just not impressed with it. I I do enjoy some of the dances, but I feel like what I might start doing is just going through and like YouTubing every week the dancers that I want to see because I just want to cut out the bullshit. And by the bullshit, I mean Tyra. I'm freaking sick of seeing Tyra Banks. What was the deal at the end when she was like, hurry, this is live TV. The producers are, are in my ear. Like, do you know how many other hosts are capable of hosting a live show without saying what the producers are saying in their ear? Like, it just comes across super unprofessional and just rushed and aggressive. And that's not what I want to watch. Like, I don't want to have anxiety about the timing of the show. That's something that should be kept behind the scenes. I don't want to be stressing that there's only like 15 seconds left and they have to hurry up. Like, I just don't like the pressure. I have enough anxiety right now in my life. Like, I don't need Tyra Banks stressing me out. So 
I don't, I don't know if I'm even going to be talking about Dancing with the Stars anymore on this podcast because I'm just like so checked out. Uh, I, I and, and I feel like my opinion's not going to change every episode. Although, I, I spoiler alert, I was shocked that Anne got sent home. And a lot of people were like, I've never heard of this Anne lady. And I totally forgot that she dated Ellen DeGeneres until this week's episode. So crazy. I love Caitlin Neve and his hips this episode. I mean, those hips don't lie. It was a good episode. I just feel like it's a lot of time to waste. So Brett doesn't like watching Dancing with the Stars, which I can't hold it against him because he watches so many of my shows. He watches The Bachelorette. He watches all my MTV trash. He doesn't want to watch Dancing with the Stars. That's fine. That means on Tuesday morning, I wake up and watch it myself. Well, because I'm not interested in it, I'll pause it and get on social media. I'll pause it and check my email. I won't pause it and miss something and have to rewind it. And so this morning, I started it at like 845. It's 12 o'clock right now. I'm just starting this podcast. So that's how long it took me to watch the episode. And that's with me fast forwarding commercials. Like it's just taking up too much of my time. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it anymore. Which brings me to my next point. I can't believe that it's already October. (laughs) And that means that The Bachelorette's starting next Tuesday. Yes, you heard me right. The Bachelorette moved to fucking Tuesdays. Number one, I loved it on a Monday because I came out of my weekend. You know, you have the Monday blues, but it's so nice to have something to look forward to on a Monday. Now, also with it moving to Tuesdays, I obviously record my podcast Tuesday mornings. The episode's gonna gonna air on Tuesday night. So I'm gonna have to wait a whole week to talk about it. And then by that point, it's gonna be like irrelevant. It's not gonna be the top on of everyone's minds. And then when you hear it, it'll be after the most recent episode. You're going to hear my opinions about the previous week after you've already watched the current episode. So I don't know. I really don't want to switch my podcast episodes for Bachelorette season. I don't know what to do. I'm thinking, ah, I don't know. Maybe I'll release like a bonus episode every Wednesday, like in the evening. That's just Bachelorette talk, like a 15 minute thing. No, I don't think I want to do that. Oh, I don't know. Do you guys even care about me (laughs) talking about The Bachelor? I've never in my life done an Instagram live. I know, shocking. But maybe I can start doing an Instagram live on my podcast page to do podcast talk (gasps) or to do Bachelorette talk. Oh my God, I just got a really good idea. What if every Wednesday... I did an Instagram live from my podcast Instagram page, which is What the Chuck Podcast. And I went live with other people who watched The Bachelorette and we like talked about it. Would that be a thing? Could that, and then I could save it and put it on my Instagram. I just don't know. ABC is really screwing me moving these shows around. Like, I just don't know what to do about it. Obviously, I want to talk about it. The Bachelorette is like, you know, my life. (laughs) But yeah, if anyone has any suggestions on how I should move forward with that dilemma, please let me know. I'm dead. I just got a text message and it popped up on my computer screen because I have a Mac. So my text messages come through and it was from my boss in Oregon. So I paused for a second just to see what he had to say, if it was something about my show or something got messed up or if I needed to redo something. And in my show, I made a confession that I've never seen the movie Elf. And I was talking about this because there's a new Elf Monopoly game that's available on Amazon. And I was like, don't come for me. I've never seen Elf. I'm sorry. And I knew my boss was going to text me about this. I I don't know how I knew. I just had a feeling. So he just texted me and said, yo, you really never seen Elf? I'm like, yeah, fucking guilty. Maybe I'll do it this season. There's a few movies that I haven't seen. Ah, fuck. (laughs) I just got a notification about our water bill. I'm in the middle of talking. You guys, I just don't push me because I'm close to the 
edge. I'm going off on a tangent. Our gardener installed some solar sprinklers, a solar sprinkler system into our front yard and set it up to water our grass three times a day for 15 minutes. I don't even know if that's legal. I don't fucking know. I don't know the water laws. I don't know the drought shit. I don't know. I do not know. What I do know is that our water bill doubled. So we fucking had to change the settings. And I thought everything was going to be all good because this is our water bill from last month. But apparently it's like dated a month behind because our new water bill just popped up on my computer screen as I'm recording this. And it's still $127. Tight. What was I talking about? Elf. There's a few movies that I haven't seen that a lot of people have seen. Like I just watched Moana last weekend on Friday night. I think Brett had to work super late. It was either Thursday or Friday. Anyways, I posted that I was watching it for the first time. And I'm not kidding. I got back on my Instagram and I had 22 DMs of people like, how have you never seen this movie? Tell me what you think after you're done. Um, I, I can't believe people came for me so hard. That's why I was worried about confessing that I had never seen Elf because I don't want, I don't need anyone coming for me. I remember we did watch it in high school on like a rainy day someone wheeled a, one of my classes wheeled in a tv and put it on but you know if you knew me in high school you know I stayed sleeping so any opportunity to take a nap I was gonna take it so my ass was definitely asleep I did not watch any of it maybe a few parts here and there but no I do not know what the premise is I know nothing about it but unpopular opinion I'm also not the biggest Will Ferrell fan so do with that what you will but don't come for me. Something that Brett and I watched this week. A lot of you probably already heard of this, but just in case you haven't, because it has a very unsuspecting title on Netflix, but there's a new documentary about Chris Watts. So it's called American Murder, The Family Next Door. And it's interesting because the documentary is pretty much just body cam footage from the police. And also Shanann Watts was one of those people that went live all the time on Facebook and Instagram. We all know those people. She went on live all the time with her kids. You can hear in one of the videos telling Chris, like, let me know when you're coming around the corner at the airport so I can film the girl's reaction when they run to you. Like, she is just one of those people that documented everything, which was good for the purpose of this documentary because we really got to take a look into her life. Um, There are some people that surprisingly don't know the Chris Watts story. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but you should definitely watch it on Netflix. It is very hard to watch, especially I'm assuming if you have kids, but I I just, I I can't wrap my mind around it. Brett was asking me all these questions as we were watching it. And I'm just like, just watch the documentary. He always does that. He's like, wait, well, what, how old was this guy? And I'm just like, just, just watch, just watch Brett. Okay. (laughs) Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. Have I not told you that this podcast already? Uh, I'm not going to cry this episode if you're not catching that vibe already. Definitely no tears coming in episode 19. Thank you very much. Since I'm fired up, let's just move on to the saga of my Peloton bike. So I I think I was already fired up last week. Was I? Yeah, I had just ordered it and I told you my delivery date was January 4th. I think when I was talking about the Peloton is when I got the call about my dad. So I don't know how in-depth I went into this. I also didn't listen back to last week's episode for obvious reasons. So I ordered the Peloton after you already press like purchase, it then gives you the date that it's going to be delivered on. So the website says four to nine weeks for delivery, give or take. Uh, Mine is coming in 14 weeks. So I was pissed off. I tried to chat them. I got kicked out. I tried to call them. They said that there was nothing I could. Oh yeah, I did tell you guys about this because I was, I was, I would normally be super mean on the phone, but I was trying to be extra nice, kill them with kindness. It got me nowhere. So abort mission on that. I'm going to go back to my regular degular ways, which is exactly what I did this week because I'm fired the fuck up. So my best friend Summer was like, tell me about the Peloton. 
la 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 tell me about the experience tell me like everything that I need to know because I'm thinking about buying one so I told her and I was like you should get one now if you're thinking about getting one because you're not going to get it until fucking next year this time so she pulled the trigger and bought one and my god if she didn't get a delivery date of November 20th January 4th, November 20th. Before you come at me all crazy, there are different areas. Like your delivery date is based off like the factory that's closest to you, whatever. We don't live that far away. So bye. Then my other friend ordered one. She hasn't told me her delivery date. I think she knows better because she knows she spent the weekend with me and she knows what kind of mood I've in. I'm in. So she's been holding off. But I'm assuming that she also got a sooner date. And that's why she hasn't like joined my club of yelling at Peloton. Oh, God. Oh, my watch just told me, check your activity wings. Wings. Here's a look at today's progress. Normally, you're further along. Fuck off, Apple Watch. (laughs) My heart rate should be through the roof just for how fired the F up I am. So anyways, I email Peloton multiple times over the weekend. I also chat them. They tell me there's nothing that I can do. I put a little screenshot of the chat up on my Instagram. People were laughing because I was like, I don't because basically the guy on chat told me they were going to have a manager call me. And I said, I don't think you're going to have a manager call me because I've sent multiple emails. No one has emailed me back. So I have zero faith in you. So yesterday morning I wake up. And after the weekend that I have, which had, which I'll get into, it was just not a good start to my week. So let me just read you how things started, how my morning kicked off yesterday. I get an email from Edgar at Peloton, and the email says, Hi, Megan. We are now going to close this request. If there is anything else that we can help you with, please don't hesitate to come back to us by replying to this email. Thanks again for contacting Peloton. Best, Edgar. And I wrote, What do you mean you're closing this request? No one even responded to it, so why would you close it? And he wrote back, Hi, Megan. Thank you for reaching back to me. Since no answer was given from any side, the ticket was about to be automatically closed. However, since you responded, I will continue reviewing the situation for you. I see that an earlier date was requested. However, there is no earlier dates available. If one of our delivery team members are able to find a sooner delivery date, you will be contacted to reschedule, which is the copy and paste what I've been hearing from everyone that I've contacted. So I wrote back, this is absolutely insane. I got no other email response to my email apart from the one saying that you sent, saying you were closing the ticket. You guys have the absolute worst customer service of any company I've ever met in my whole entire life because apparently you meet companies. So stupid. Whatever. Did you even read my initial email? I've heard from about 10 people that there are apparently no sooner delivery dates, but now two of my friends have ordered after me and received sooner delivery dates and they both live in my area. I'm like seconds away from canceling my order because of this. Do you guys literally not even care? he wrote back and this is how the conversation goes he basically just keeps repeating himself hi Megan thank you for contacting me back I do apologize for the situation unfortunately after further review on your order I wasn't able to see sooner dates available even if people that you know have received sooner dates that does not mean that you will also receive a sooner date because there's a possibility that they contacted when cancellations were made and slots were freed but at the moment no sooner dates are available I escalated the situation with the delivery partner however they have not seen any sooner dates either huh So I wrote back, well, I know for a fact that's a lie. My friend Summer placed an order just like I did a week after I did and got a date of November 20th. That's over a month sooner. She didn't contact anyone. That was the date automatically given to her. So you're lying to me because there are clearly sooner delivery dates. And I'm sorry, but I feel like at this point, an exception should be made or this should be escalated to a manager who actually cares that they're about to lose business. Because if I get one more email telling me I can't get a sooner date, I'm taking my business elsewhere. Well, that was a lie because I keep emailing this guy. So he says yet again, hi, Megan. Thank you for reaching back to me. 
I really apologize for the situation and inconvenience that you've been dealing with. Unfortunately, after rechecking and escalating this to the manager, we were able to see that there are no longer any or that there are no earlier dates available. Then he goes on to tell me at any moment, our delivery team is diligently working, blah, 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 blah. Same fucking thing. So then I wrote back, that's unacceptable. I would like to be put in contact with the manager. I get the same response back. Hi, Megan. Thanks for reaching back to me. Unfortunately, since this has been escalated to a manager and no earlier dates are available, they do not have the option to reschedule or override. We could only wait until a date becomes available in the future. And I said, it's not just about the order. It's about the all-around customer service I received. I would like a manager to contact me, and I will keep emailing you until you make that happen. So I would work on it. Of course, I put the so I would work on it in all caps. What a psycho. So he writes me back again. Hi, Megan. Thank you for reaching back to me. Like, fucking copy and paste. I really apologize for the inconvenience that the situation has given you. However, after further reviewing the situation with the manager, we were unable to, like, the same copy and pasted answer. So I wrote back, are you not reading my emails? I want to talk to a manager and not you. Please don't start calling me Karen, by the way, everyone. I want to talk to someone about the unpleasant experience I've had, and I don't want it to be you. When a customer asks to speak to a manager, you connect them with the manager, please and thank you. Don't respond back to me with the same response again. I'm livid. <laughs> so this morning, that was the last text I sent yesterday. And I was in line at Costco when I sent that message, and I was like sweating. I was fired up. Like, I, I'm, how many times have I said fired up? I was going to name this episode Michelin Star because I'm going to tell you a really great star story in a little bit, but I might just have to call this episode Fired Up because I've used it about 20 times. So the last email that I got from Dear Edgar was this morning, and it said, Hi, Megan. Thank you for your patience. Oh, my patience, huh? I apologize for the inconvenience and frustration that the situation has given you. I went ahead and passed the situation over to one of the leads so they can assist you as soon as possible. You will be contacted within 24 to 48 hours to continue working on fixing this. We appreciate your patience patience, and look forward to getting you back to your Peloton as soon as possible. So now you're copying and pasting from a script that doesn't even apply to me, getting me back to my Peloton, Edgar. What the fuck? So every time I get a customer service survey, I'm obviously rating them super bad because I'm not happy. And that's my Peloton experience so far. So yesterday I I was so close to just saying cancel my order, but I want this bike so bad that I I don't know if I'm going to get to that point. And what's going to happen is because I'm so frustrated this past week, I knew that what would happen is if I canceled it and then if he didn't try to stop me and then he just went ahead and canceled it and I had to start this all over, I would be so frustrated. It would bring me to tears and God knows what else. So I... I'm just going to continue to try to speak to a manager until this issue is resolved because it is ridiculous. I went on Twitter and tweeted them saying that they were had the worst customer service, blah, blah, blah. I thought AT&T U-verse was the worst. Hi, Peloton. Nice to meet you. And I was reading the Peloton mentions, and it seems like a lot of people have issues with their customer service. So here I am buying a product that people love eventually once they get it, but it seems like it is a uphill battle to get the product. So... Everyone wish me luck. I'll keep you updated on the Peloton saga. You know, if I talk about it every week, January 4th will be here before we fucking know it. But let's hope it doesn't come to that because I'm going to snap. Oh, I love my friend Amanda. She's the only person that calms me down. I was just texting her I, about something that I did that is now costing me money because I have to fix it because I was upset. And I'm just like, you know, I was just texting her that I'm just so mad that my actions caused this and for no good reason. And she's just like, you've been going through a lot. You have to be gentle on yourself. And 
it's just hard. That's why I want to talk to someone because I want to I want to work on how I'm feeling and like just calming the F down. Let's see if it's saved. Um, my astrology sign or I don't know what it's called. Uh, your my re my October horoscope. I wish I was more into astrology and like signs and shit like that. I would like a beginner's book to that. So if anyone has a suggestion, like my friend Magenta, she is just so one with the earth and just knows about earth signs and fire signs and just knows about everything. And I am so interested in that, not only just because I think it's interesting, but also um, a tattoo person finally reached out to me, this girl who I wanted to work with from the beginning. Um, she's had a wait list a mile long for a very long time, and she finally was able to reopen. So she reached out to me. And so I'm hoping that I'm going to get to work with her within the next couple of months. But she was like, what are you looking to do? Well, she does these amazing animal portraits. So I was like, well, first, first, I want to get a like a portrait of Chuck. I want to get like his face and like some floral arrangement. Like I trust your creative abilities. So I'd like to work with you on that. And then as far as the rest of the tattoos I want, I'd really like to talk to you, you know, and kind of brainstorm. But if I knew more about like astrology and signs and like, I don't know, I feel like there would be just such a cool tattoo somewhere in there. But because I don't know enough, I help me. Anyways, my friend Magenta actually posted this or posted this thread and it had every sign on it. And I'm a Taurus. So it says Taurus, October ushering in a month filled with changes and transformations new and healthier habits and thought patterns, a softening in your heart exterior so you may open yourself up to incoming blessings in disguise, the importance for self-responsibility, self-healing, self-transformation, and self-preparing for the future, renovations and renewals within your love life, and then it says read the caption to read your full October horoscope, which I just realized and I never did, so I'm going to go have, have to go back and do that, but I really felt like it spoke to me, and these are all things that I like was already working on or it's motivated me to press harder, which is why I'm just like, I want to go to therapy. I want to work on the issues that I have. I want to be better for Brett, for my family, for my friends. Like I, I just want to be better, you know, but I'm just so interested in like, ugh, there's so many things that have happened. My intuition has just been whoo on point lately. I've always feel like I've had really good intuition, but lately there's just been a few things that have happened and it's something that I've predicted or felt like was going to happen. So I just really like want to dive in more to that like world, but I just really don't know where to start. So any suggestions on that are welcome. God, even just talking about it, I feel more calm. Can you tell that I'm like calmed down a little bit? I've talked myself off the ledge. So yeah, I was, I've emailed the girl what kind of tattoo I want. I want, I want Chuck's face definitely in there. I've always said I'm not the type of girl that would get flowers. I'm not just not like a flower girl, but the tattoos that she does of pets, they're like, you know, it's not just a pet's face. Like there's something behind it and it just looks really good when it is surrounded by flowers or leaves or bushes. I don't know, <laughs> greenery. So I really trust her. I also th- said I only have black and black and gray tattoos. Like, you know, I have no color. And I was thinking I maybe want to get um, like a very small flag that's half American, half the English flag, like somewhere on my arm. I basically want to get my left arm filled in. So I have the portrait of my mom. I have an old school boom box. Um, I have the crazy life written in Portuguese right above the boom box. I have on my inner arm, Don't Worry, Be Happy, because it's one of my baby songs. My mom used to record this tape for me when I was little. It started before I was born. She would record herself talking to me and my brother and sister talking to me, my dad talking to me. And then when I was a baby... 
she would record like everyone interacting with me. And then every year on my birthday, she would do a recording with me like Megan's two years old today. And I would like sing a song um, or and she would say like kind of like the modern or the modern day Instagram post. She would say like what I'm doing, what I'm interested in. We would talk for a little bit. But in the very beginning of the tape, she plays like the two songs that I guess like reminded her of me. She called them my baby songs. And one of them was Don't Worry, Be Happy. And the other one was Kokomo. And she just recorded them like off the radio onto this tape. And I still have this tape. I've listened to it recently because I found a tape player. I really want to somehow get it burned into like an MP3 so that, I mean, I have it forever. Like God forbid something were to happen to that cassette tape. That's like the only thing that I have with her voice on it. So yeah, if anyone has the plug on that, also let me know. Um, I'm like nervous to send it anywhere though. Like I don't want to have to send it to anyone because I don't want anything to happen to it. Like I would, oh God, I would die. Oh, yeah. So I have don't worry, be happy on my arm. And that is just, you know, my mom. And so all of this is spread out. My mom is just a floating head on my shoulder. And I kind of want to just get everything to look like more. I just want it to flow a little more. I look a little bumper stickerish right now with just random things on random places. I want it to all kind of be tied together. And I've wanted to do that for a long time. So I'm so excited that this Taylor girl wrote, emailed me and I'm hopefully going to get in there. It was supposed to be my birthday present. And then Brett's getting a tattoo as well. I don't know if what he wants is her style, but um, now that places are starting to open, I'm confident that we could both find him somewhere if she isn't willing to do the tattoo that he wants that you know will I actually passed by down on Folsom Boulevard Sacramento City tattoo maybe it always looks well lit it looks super nice I've been wanting to stop in there so maybe we'll roll in there for Brett and try to see if they can do what he wants it's just you know I I looked at her page and she does the most amazing tattoos but what Brett wants is like a little bit of each Oasis album cover on his arm I don't know if I've already told you guys that I just don't know if she does something like that she said she doesn't do photorealism but I don't don't exactly know what that is. So we'll see. So excited that tattoo places are reopened now. So excited that we can eat indoors in a limited capacity now. Um, so excited that the gyms are able to reopen. Brett and I had just signed up for Anytime Fitness like right before they reclosed again. So Brett never even got to go. We went yesterday for the first time and it was just so nice. I've been wanting to listen to the Office Ladies podcast. They basically like break down every episode. And since I finished the office, I've been wanting to listen to it. So got on the elliptical, did cardio for the duration of the episode. It was so nice just to like be in a gym. I sanitize before and after to make myself obviously feel comfortable. They do make you wear masks except for when you're doing uh, cardio. So Brett and I were both like, yeah, we can't use our regular masks in here. We can't wash them every day. They're disgusting. So I went to Costco, got us a pack of like 50 surgical masks so that we can use those for the gym. And then my Pilates studio also opened back up for inside classes. I was so excited. I went to my first one last week I'd kind of taken a break from Pilates because it was smoky outside you know like and I just had a lot going on so I felt like I hadn't been in a while man the shorts that I was rocking all summer I put them on to do the indoor class I don't know if it was because it was more humid inside or hotter but man I felt like I was about to bust out of those bad boys I was like note to self don't wear these shorts to Pilates I literally like could not I really thought that I was gonna break a seam it was bad I heard a rumor speaking of like restaurants and shit reopening and places that are never gonna reopen so Brett had 
scene. We both joined this group on Facebook. It's like Cap Local Capital Eats or Capital Local Eats. And it's this page where they talk about, you know, people could just post if they had a good experience or a bad experience out at a restaurant, like what restaurants are doing what. It's just a good place for people in Sacramento to share like what the local scene is doing in the restaurant world. So Brett had seen a post that Tower Cafe is closing for good. It was on an article on Eater SF and it was just it was more so about the restaurants that are staying open. So it really just brushed over the fact that Tower was never opening again. I Googled it, couldn't find anything else on it. I went to their Yelp. It just says temporarily closed. But then over the weekend, my friend also saw saw an article that said that Tower Cafe was never opening. Does anyone have any insight on this? Because I am going to be so upset if I can never get another Monte Cristo. Like Brett and I discovered Tower Cafe way late in the game. We were going to bacon and butter a lot and we just got sick of it. You get the same old thing. And I, I love bacon and butter. No, like, you know, no cap on them, but I get sick every time I eat there. Like it's just so much. I get the grilled cheese Benedict and I basically want to die afterwards. So we were looking for another brunch spot. We stumbled upon Tower Cafe and oh my God, game changer. I'd been there for dinner, but the brunch is just out of this world. So I'm going to be so upset if I never get to experience that again. Let's talk about the newest Instagram scam. Man, I've been having an Instagram crisis, identity crisis lately. I don't know how to post on Instagram. Like, I just cannot get a good flow with my stories. Do I want to have white font? Do I want to have black font? Do I have the want to have the white font with the tinted? I want everything to look uniform. There's this girl that I follow that does a podcast, and she also posts a lot about entertainment. And she always writes in hot pink. And I'm like, oh, that just looks so cute. Like, I need to find my my... I need to find my groove on Instagram. I need to figure out what like my thing's going to be. I also just feel like Instagram is just changing a lot right now. So I'm trying to keep up with it. And the newest thing that I'm noticing, the newest Instagram scam, instead of like watch me on your webcam or like sending sketchy links is random accounts that have no followers, no picture, no nothing, will say, do us a favor, follow and DM this account. And then they link what looks like a legitimate account. I wouldn't know because I don't dare click on anything that anyone sends me on Instagram unless I know you. So it looks like a legit page and then you click on it and follow. I, I don't understand this scam. I don't understand how it works. I don't understand how it's beneficial. If I click on the page that they're sending me, am I going to get hacked? It's just so frustrating to like get all these messages every single day and it's just like spam, spam, spam. And Sometimes I hit delete all and right as I'm deleting, I notice that someone sent me a message that I don't follow and I've accidentally deleted it. Now I'm never going to be able to respond to it. I just wish Instagram would get the bots under control because they're cramping my style. Has anyone else been having this problem? It says like, hey, do us a favor, follow this page and like us or like a picture or DM us or something to collab. And it's obviously a scam. Be on the lookout. Don't get got. Something else that I've noticed, it's not exactly a hack or a scam or a trend on TikTok, but it is, man, one of the most popular things happening on TikTok right now. Yesterday I woke up and as I was uh, hate emailing Peloton, I was also watching TikTok videos, which I sometimes do in bed. I've noticed my trend with TikTok is I'll be on it heavy for a week and then I'll take a break. Excuse that noise. I forgot to mute my computer and then I'll take a break. So I'll be on it heavy. I'll take a break. Be on it heavy. Take a break. So um, I think I took a break last week. So I'm back on it this week and I got on yesterday and I saw this video of this girl um, from Alabama you know, goes to college, goes to Alabama State, and she was out at a bar and Morgan Wallen was there. Ooh, the tattoo girl just emailed me. 
Let's see what she said. Oh, TMZ, someone died. Eddie Van Halen, dead at 65. Holy crap, a lot is happening right now. Okay, let's see what the tattoo girl said to me. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, if see, she says she can do everything that I want. I'm going to be so happy. Hey, Megan, thanks for sending all of that over. I really appreciate it. This is the type of email energy I'm trying to get. Take notes, Peloton. Since I will be working with both you and your husband, I'll address both tattoos, starting with yours first. First of all, cat tattoos, yes. Ah! I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. I know, I know, I know. See, brings me joy. I need a little bit of joy in my life every once in a while. Okay, this is a really long email, so I'm not going to read it out loud to you. Hold that thought. Oh, I had to take a break and read the email. You guys, she is amazing. I'm so excited because it looks like she can do the tattoo that Brett wants. And she gave me so many good ideas for some of the tattoo ideas that I had. Oh, I'm so excited. That literally just made my day. If you couldn't tell by my reaction when I got the email. Anyways, back to Morgan Wallen. I got on TikTok. There's this video of this girl making out with him at a bar. And so I sent it to my friend Amanda. And then I liked the video because I wanted to be able to find it later. And if you like it, obviously it saves on TikTok. So because I liked the video, more videos of Morgan Wallen's started popping up on my feed. Basically, this fool went to a football game over the weekend and made out with the whole entire college, like every girl that goes there. There are hundreds of videos of this guy at the bar, at a house afterwards, driving around in a car, wasted, he's not driving by the way, with just a bunch of random different girls from Alabama State. So there are girls with him on his bed, girls taking shots with him, multiple girls kissing him like, hi, COVID? Ever heard of it? It's a thing and you are just making out with everyone in the entire state. I don't know much about Morgan Wallen. I just know he has that song with Diplo that I love. Why you gotta be so heartless? Why am I singing? I don't know much about him, but after, you know, going down the Morgan Wallen TikTok rabbit hole, I found out that he had a girlfriend before he got like super famous. They got pregnant. He got super famous, basically left her, and now she has a baby that he never sees. So I found her Instagram ac account because I'm a certified creep, and it looks like he had texted her the morning after and said like, can I basically see my son? And she was like, no, not until you go get a COVID test. Like, I, I'm, hi, I've been on social media. I see what you were up to. It's just so disgusting and it seems so slimy. And all these girls are posting like DMs from him and text message screenshots. And he was just trying to get it in like wherever he could. And it makes me just... Ooh, it just makes me feel disgusted for him, disgusted for these poor girls that think that it's like the best thing ever to make out with a celebrity. I mean, he has a mullet for crying out loud. And all these girls are like bragging that that like they kissed him. And I'm like, sweetheart, he kissed like 80 girls that night. So it's nothing to be bragging about. So now my entire TikTok timeline is either videos of him making out with girls at the bar or videos of women saying, hey, girls, you're all disgusting. If you haven't seen any of this, if you are a Morgan Wallen fan, even if you're not, because I wasn't before, it's just fascinating how careless this dude is being. Like, even if COVID wasn't a thing, it's disgusting. And all these girls are like, I mean, I guess they're in a bar, so they have to be over 21. But they, I guess they just look young to me because I'm getting old. There's one video of him on this girl's bed and he's playing guitar and singing. And there's like 20 people packed into this small ass room. They're all up in his face. One girl kisses him. They're taking videos. He's singing. I mean, it's just a whole hot ass mess. Wash your bodies. Everyone needs to go home, rinse with Listerine and wash your damn bodies. Speaking of washing your bodies, Brett, if you're listening to this, buy yourself 
some body wash. Okay, I went to the store yesterday and asked if you needed anything and you didn't tell me you needed body wash. Here's the thing. I use this body wash. I've posted about it multiple times. It is the Method Body Wash. It smells like a Samoa Girl Scout cookie or Caramely Delight, whatever they're called now. It is the best smelling body wash ever. I have sensitive skin, so I I can't use any other body wash. I like start to break out in a rash or I itch. So I get this body wash. It's kind of expensive. It's like $8. Brett complains about it, but I use it very sparingly. So it, it lasts me like a few weeks. Well, Brett goes, I don't know what he does. He puts like three pounds of body wash on his body or on the loofah every time he gets in the shower because he goes through body wash like it's nobody's business. So I'm constantly buying him the cheap body wash because he doesn't have sensitive skin and it still smells good. I wish I could use the cheap stuff. Anyways, he'll go through it and then he'll start using mine. So my body wash was like almost filled yesterday. And then today I get in the shower and it's over halfway gone. And I'm like, hi, if you run out, just let me know. I'll go to the store, get you your $2 body wash so that I don't have to rebuy my $8 body wash. Okay. Do you see how this works? I have to tell you about the Instagram account that I want you guys to follow this week before I get into my big story, my Michelin star story, the story that I teased on my Instagram yesterday, which, by the way, if you're not following the podcast Instagram, please do it. It's at what the Chuck podcast. So I got a DM from one of my followers over the weekend, or actually it was sometime last week. I follow him. He follows me. And it's this page called Try This. So I'll give you the exact Instagram handle in a little bit. Basically, he goes out here. He's catching lobster, salmon, shrimp, crab, whatever. He's He is making the most amazing seafood ever. So here's how it works. He puts out a menu. I don't know how often he does it. It looks like he does it every couple weeks or so. And then you order off the menu. And nor- normally, there's three different options. There's like shrimp on a bed of garlic noodles, lobster and shrimp on a bed of garlic noodles, and then salmon lobster and shrimp on a bed of garlic noodles. So he hit me up and asked if I wanted to order, which I did. I don't get a lot of seafood because Brett doesn't really like fish. So we, I mean, he does like some seafood, but he's just very particular. So it's not something that I get to eat often. So I was like, yes, give me the works. Give me the salmon. Give me the shrimp. Give me the lobster on the garlic bed of noodles. Well, This weekend, I had plans with my friend Amanda and my friend Cody. So I was like, hey, girls, I'm getting this meal on Saturday. You guys should order, too. So they ended up ordering. So how it works is like you send them your order, then you send them a Venmo, and then they'll send you an address of where to pick it up on the specific date. I'm pretty sure he does pick up on Saturdays. So he just does it one day a week. He cooks the meal, and then you pull up to his house or wherever he's cooking from, and you you shoot him a text, and he comes out and delivers your hot ass fresh ass garlic garlicky ass meal so we each got a meal I think Cody got um the shrimp Amanda got the lobster and shrimp and like I told you I got the works so we go pick it up bring it home I am not kidding. I could not even wait to dig into this food. I took a few pictures because I knew I had to for like Instagram so I could show you guys how good this food looked. But it is was the best tasting meal I've ever had in my life. Amanda and Cody were shocked at the portion size for the amount of money that they paid. Like this food was so freaking good. It is like Michelin star restaurant style food. He came out in his chef's coat, handed us the food. I mean, it's it's a 10-10 recommend. Last time, next time he puts out a meal or a menu, you guys have to order from it. It is literally so good. And the cost compared to the food that you get is like, it's a, it's a deal. I'm telling you guys, do not sleep on this Instagram account. Do not sleep on this food. Next time he releases a menu, you have to jump on it. His account's private, so you do have to send him a request in order to see the menu. But you can find him at try underscore this 2020. 
and his like his card, his business card came on the food. And I guess he does catering events, personal chef. So I'm like, hi, for our anniversary next year, I might just have him come through and cook us a meal. But his slogan is food so good, you have to try this. So yeah, it's the boss plate, the try this plate and the sizzling shrimp plate. So they're 40, 30 and 20 bucks. I'm telling you, next time he puts out a menu, I'm there was I, I can eat like there, there's never any food left on my plate for real, especially like when we're at a restaurant or getting food of this caliber. There was so much food in this meal. I had some left over, which I was so excited about. It was just the noodles, none of the seafood. I ate all that. But these were the most like buttery, garlicky noodles I had ever had in my life. And they were even better the next day, leftover warmed up. So yeah, try this on Instagram. Let me give that name to you one more time. Try underscore this 2020. So since we're on the topic of food, let me just end it with one hell of a story. The most awkward thing that's happened to me and Brett in a very long time. It was just a mess. It was not funny, but also so funny. And I couldn't believe that it was happening. But also this would only happen to us. So like I said, I've been in a mood. I've been like just going through a lot. I've been angry. I've been sad. I've been upset. So Saturday night, Brett and I got into a little tiff and my friend Amanda was here and she was still here on Sunday. So I kind of woke up. We went to Starbucks, got bread of coffee, came home and laid out by the pool. And Brett and I just like weren't really talking. So Sunday evening rolls around. Amanda left and Brett is like, do you want to go to dinner? And I was like, not really, because the last thing that I want to do on a Sunday night after a weekend is get ready, put on makeup and go to a restaurant somewhere like I'd rather just get takeout or make something at home. We were talking about making chicken wings in the air fryer. But Brett was excited that restaurants were back open. You know, he wanted to go get something to eat out somewhere. And so I was like, fine. Um, but don't ask me to pick. Like, what's the number one argument that you get in with your significant other? Because is it is it about finding restaurants or where you're going to eat or what you're going to eat at home? Because we constantly battle over that. So I was like, fine, I'll go out to dinner with you, but I'm not picking. And he's like, well, I don't know where to go. And of course, to piss me off, he suggested Iron Horse. I do not like the food at Iron Horse. So I was like, no, I don't want to go there. And then he suggested, um, what's the Hooters place? Twin Peaks. And I was like, no, we're not fucking going to Twin Peaks. So I'm getting ready. I decide not to wash my hair. I just put it up in a bun. I'd been swimming all day. I'd gone out on a walk like I was a little bit sweaty. So it was like brunette dry shampoo in my hair and some dry conditioner. It was not cute. So I yelled downstairs and I was like, where are we going to dinner? I need to know if I need to put makeup on or not. And he was being super difficult and he wasn't telling me where we're going because he hadn't figured it out yet. So I was like so irritated because I had to put on makeup on like it's Sunday night. The last thing that I want to do is get ready. So I put makeup on, I put a dress on and I come downstairs in a bad mood and I'm like, let's go. And he's like, well, I don't know where we're going. And I'm like, I, you need to figure it out. So we get in the car and he starts driving and he, he does not know where we're going. And he keeps asking me, well, where do you want to go? And I was like, I am not even that hungry. Like, I don't want to, I ate the leftover from try this from the night before. Like I had had a little pumpkin bread that we baked. Like I wasn't that hungry. So I was like, I'm not that hungry. You decide where we go. And he's like, oh, now you're not hungry. I should just turn the car around and whatever. I'll just go get a sandwich at, at Rayleigh's. That's what he said. And I'm like, I did not put makeup on for you to drive me to a Rayleigh's. I was like, let's just go somewhere. I said, even if it's one of the restaurants that I already said no to, I said, I don't care. Just pick a place. And so he keeps driving and I think he, I'm thinking he has somewhere in mind, but he doesn't. He's just driving. And so I'm frustrated because I just want to get it over with. I want to get in the restaurant. I want to get out of the restaurant. I want to wash my face and get back at home 
and get ready to start the week. So we're about to come up to Stockton Boulevard and I realized that a couple weeks ago we had gone down a street off 34th Street and I had seen a restaurant that I had never seen before. I'd seen people post about it, but I didn't know what it was. I had never been there. So I didn't say where we were going. I just said, get off on Stockton Boulevard and take your first right. So he did. We pass this restaurant. We find a parking spot and we walk up. Well, the restaurant that we pull up to is Canon. So we walk in and it looks super nice. The ambiance looks really nice. And Brett notices something on the front door that I don't notice. The girl's like, do you have a reservation? And I was like, no, unfortunately, we just kind of came on a whim. And she was like, oh, lucky for you. I have a table. I have a table ready for you or whatever. So she walks us out to the patio. We didn't get to sit inside. We went out to the patio and she sits us down at a table for eight. But it was the only table available. And so we sit down and she's like, your server will be right over. And Brett says to me, you realize that we're at a Michelin star restaurant, right? And I was like, what? And he said, it said Michelin star restaurant on the door. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't notice. And at this point, like, I feel like he's irritated at me, even though he was yelling at me to pick a spot. So I picked a spot, not knowing what the spot was. And now here we are. And I'm the, I'm the one that's in trouble. Like it's my mistake. I'm like, oh, of course, this is going to be my fault. You told me to pick a restaurant. I picked a restaurant. Like I've never been here. I don't know. So the guy comes over and he drops off the menu and it's expensive. Like, and I mean, not a big deal, but we weren't planning planning on getting like some big lavish dinner like my hair's in a bun with dry shampoo I'm wearing sandals Brett's wearing sneakers like we were just not prepared for this so he drops off the menu and not only does nothing really look good to us we also don't know how it works like there's three things on the menu there's a bunch of little bites and so Brett's just like complaining he's like none of this looks good and I'm just like I'll just get a salad and I was like oh no I see a salmon for $18 I'll just get a salmon so we're discussing this but we're discussing it like being very short with each other because we're not talking. Brett's mad at me. I'm mad at him. Meanwhile, like there's all these people around us. Like everyone seems to be having a great time. Like I said, if you've never been to Cannon, like the outdoor area, it's so beautiful. The outdoor patio area is just so nice. Everyone looks like they're having a jolly good time. Meanwhile, I'm not smiling. Brett's not smiling. We are not speaking to each other besides to talk about the menu. So we're looking at this menu. We're looking at the prices. We're like looking around and we're looking at each other. And Brett's like, can we just leave? And I'm like, no, that's so embarrassing. Like, we're not just going to leave. If we had cash, we could put a tip on the table and go. But like, no, I'm not. We're, we've committed. We're already here. Like, I know that we look bad. I know that we're in bad moods, but we're just going to have to tough it the fuck out. So the waiter comes over and I'm like, can I please get the salmon? Brett was like, can I please get the whole chicken? And so the waiter goes, are you guys going to be sharing this? And I was like, no, I'm not really that hungry. And he goes, okay. well, just so you know, the chicken takes about, you know, 25 to 30 minutes. And so we were like, well, that's fine, because it was really honestly the only thing on the menu that Brett wanted. So I was like, that's fine. Um, So he was like, do you want to wait? Do you want your salmon to come out at the same time? And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And he was like, oh, that's very polite of you. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And so he walks away, brings us a jug of water. Brett and I sit in silence for 25 to 30 minutes. We do not talk to each other. We are not looking at each other. I'm staring straight and Brett is staring at the wall because that's the way that he's facing. There's two older ladies that are like in my eyesight. I can tell they're looking at us. Brett's like, everyone's probably looking at us and wondering, oh, they seem like a great couple. And I'm like, who cares? I was like, I don't care if anyone's looking at us. Obviously, I said this very quietly, but I was like, I don't care. And I said, everyone's having such a great time here. No one's even paying any attention to us. And I said, of course, we're at a Michelin star, nice restaurant that we've never been to. And we're not talking to one another like this is a memory for the freaking books. So we're just sitting there and time is dragging. Brett is like, this is painful. And I'm like, yeah, it is. And both of us at this point could have just been like I'm sorry and just like chopped it up but we're both stubborn and that's not what we did 30 minutes goes by and our waiter comes out with the food 
and we finally understand how this place works. So my salmon, I thought I was getting a slab of salmon or filet of salmon. No, I got like four little pieces of sashimi salmon and Brett gets an entire chicken in like this massive bowl. And so at this point, we're like, oh, we notice on the menu that it says everything is meant to be shared. So Brett starts digging into his chicken. I eat my salmon. Obviously, Brett would not touch salmon with a 10 foot pole. So I eat my salmon. I have a couple pieces of the chicken and we box it up and we pay the bill and we leave and we get in the car. And he was like, well, that was the worst dinner I've ever had in my life. And I'm like, yeah, same here. Of course, we, you know, again, we were at a Michelin star restaurant. We should have enjoyed that if we were in better moods. You know, we could have had drinks and we could have there was a menu, like a special menu where you got courses. But of course, there was salmon on that. So Brett wouldn't, you know, if we were if it was a better circumstance, we could have adapted and just like, you know, we would have gotten bites to eat and we would have been willing to share things. But we did not even want to look at each other, let alone be sitting next to each other, sharing meals at this freaking restaurant. So now, of course, we're never going to want to go back because we don't want to remember that night because, you know, we're past it. We're not arguing anymore. But I'm always going to remember going to Canon and sitting across from Brett for an hour, not speaking to him and vice versa. Now, looking back, I was like, no one's paying attention to us, but I'm pretty sure people were looking at us like it was very obvious. I was trying not to be on my phone because I didn't want to look like those people. But Brett was on his phone. I think he was playing a golf game or messaging on WhatsApp or something. So I was just sitting there with my arms crossed and like Brett was on his phone. It literally if we didn't have wedding rings on, people probably thought that we were on like the worst first date ever. And now I can look back and like laugh on it. But yeah, we will never be going there again. That's for sure. Not that the food wasn't good. The chicken was amazing, but just bad memory. I'm always going to associate that place with that. Night. I don't think I've ever been to a Michelin star restaurant before. Actually, it wasn't until I Googled today like the image of a Michelin star because I'm going to incorporate it on a post for tomorrow. It, it's like the Michelin man. Isn't that like a tire company? Like, how does a Michelin star with restaurants? Like, I I don't understand. I need to do research as to where the Michelin star came from because I just have no idea. I know it's a good thing. I know the kitchen has one. Um, I've never been to a Michelin star restaurant, but uh, well, I have now. And let me tell you, it's not Michelin star quality of a night. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up on that note. Thank you guys for coming back. Episode 19. I'm going to have something big for episode 20. I can't believe it's already 20 next week. Thank you guys for continuing to listen. I know my last couple weeks have been a little out there, but hopefully this week made up for it with my energy. Can't deny that was on a level 10. Um, Please rate, review, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at whatthechuckpodcast. This week, we are going to test out a new way of doing things as far as the playlist goes. I'm going to try just having a new playlist every week on Apple Music. So this week, you're going to look for WTH episode 19. Spotify, I'm going to keep things the same. You're also going to look for WTH what the Chuck? No, WTC. Sorry, excuse me. Can't spell. WTC episode 19 is what you're going to look for on Apple and on Spotify. The only thing is on Apple next week, that podcast is going to be gone and replaced with episode 20. It's always going to live on Spotify. So Spotify is free. Um, there is ads kind of like Pandora unless you pay for it. But I am, I just can't have like a million because I use Apple Music, I just can't have a million playlists on there. So what I'm going to do is each week I'm going to replace it on Apple. So if you like the playlist, I would add it to your music, add it to your library because next week it's going to be gone. And then what I'm thinking about doing is putting each playlist on my website so that you can always go back to it and see what was on it. I don't know if you guys care that much, though. Still trying to gauge. A lot of you did give me feedback, and one of my friends, Courtney, did say, like, maybe you can archive it somewhere. So I'm thinking about doing that on 
my website. But this way I don't have to come up with like a theme. Like the pl playlists are for the most part just going to be random unless I specify otherwise. So it's just going to be easy. I don't have to come up with a crazy podcast or a playlist name. It's just going to be WTC episode 19 this week and then 20, 21, la, 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 la. You get the point. You're not dumb. I've spent too much time on this. All right. As per usual, if you want a sticker, just hit me up on Instagram. Um, DM me at what the Chuck podcast. Thanks for being here for episode 19. Thanks for dealing with my mood swings this episode. I'll catch you next week. It'll be a surprise. You don't, never know what you're going to get. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at WhatTheChuckPodcast.